I'm recording this on April 21st. It's the 111th day in this calendar year. So let's manifest some good vibes, some good things, y'all. Today's the day our manifestations can happen quicker. Welcome to the Awkward Mom Stage Podcast. Grab yourself a glass of water or wine, whichever suits your day, and get ready because the Awkward Mom Stage starts now. Hey y'all and welcome back to the podcast. I'm Lola and if you're new here, hello and welcome. I'm so glad you're here. Today we're talking about self-acceptance or self-confidence. How to get it and why it's so hard to come to terms with who you are in the first place. It's always easier to talk about what we prefer to look like rather than feel confident about our current look. We're really quick to say how life would be easier if we lost 10 pounds or even gained 10 pounds or had bigger boobs, had the perfect skin or a different type of hair. But aside from that, being negative or negative self-talk in itself is why it's so hard for us to accept who we are and what we look like now. Some people are happy with their current looks and many people don't doubt that they'd be pretty content if they looked in a magazine. They don't have any issues with how they look and their self-confidence shines through. But most people aren't satisfied with the way they look or what they see when they look in the mirror every day. And honestly, there's nothing wrong with trying to look better, but you have to make sure that you're looking better for you. Changing your appearance or wishing that you looked a certain way for a certain person or other people or just to gain more followers because you think people will accept you more, want you, will love you more, is not the way to go. Whatever the reason, if it's not for you, changing the way you look will definitely never build your self-confidence. And I'm pretty positive it's just going to derail it even further because you're going to have to keep up this fake persona in order to keep whatever or whomever you're trying to attract. Also, have you even been online? (laughs) Because people are just mean. It doesn't matter what you look like, honestly, because I've seen some of the most beautiful women get ridiculed for the way they look. Just look at how they treated Sydney Sweeney. People were calling her ugly and a Muppet, and I think she said she was like just literally on her period or something. It literally doesn't matter who you are. Someone somewhere will not like you and will want to tear you down. Obviously, those people are miserable, whether they want to admit it or not. I'm sure somewhere somebody is like, no, that's not me. But yes, you're miserable. I'm so sorry for you, boo. But you are a miserable asshole if you're out here shitting on other people's dreams, wasting time instead of focusing on you. Do you love reading but don't have time to sit down and read a good book? Well, we all know I love Audible. I share books on the podcast all the time and I talk about Audible a lot. I solved my reading problem with Audible about four years ago. I love to multitask and it's been amazing to still keep up with my book list while checking off my to-do list. It's perfect because they offer books that are narrated by professional voice actors and sometimes even the actors themselves. You can listen while driving, cooking, cleaning, or doing anything else that you need your hands free for. It's like having a personal assistant who reads to you whenever you want. Think Diddy and his umbrella holding manservant, but with books. With the new update, they even have podcasts, sleep meditations, and much more now. There really is something for everyone, and the best part is it doesn't cost you anything to start. 
You can click the link in the show notes to sign up today and get 30 days and your first book free. All their books are DRM free, which means they aren't locking them away from other devices. So even if your subscription expires or you cancel it, you can still keep and access the books you've already purchased. Just download them again anytime from anywhere. There's over 180,000 titles available to choose from, and I'm sure that number will just keep growing. You can even follow the Awkward Mom stage on Audible now. So go get started on that reading list, but let's wait until after the show. I will forever live by the saying, you can be the most beautiful, ripe, sweetest peach, and somebody will still holler that they don't like peaches. That's not the exact quote, but that's the gist of it. And I totally believe that because it's been proven time and time again. Women who alter their bodies or even women who just take time out to make themselves look better or wear makeup get ridiculed. So why not just do whatever you want? Because people will literally bitch about anything and everything because misery loves company. There's a guy on Twitter whose tweet was used by Kendrick Lamar himself to announce his new album. And on his own Twitter, he obviously was very excited about it and talking about it because why wouldn't you if someone that you look up to or admire literally took the time out of their day, out of the millions of tweets with their name in them and picked you and used yours for a monumental moment in their career. But people were still in the comments like, oh, get over it already. It happened two days ago. It's not that big of a deal. Nobody cares. But it's like, If you don't care, why are you taking the time to let me know you don't care? This is my social media page. So if you don't like it, unfollow or block me, period. But people take the time out to make those comments and say those things because they want to bring you down. They are feeling miserable or uncomfortable or they're not where they want to be in life. So they see someone else excited about something that happened to them. It could literally be anything like someone could tweet the sky is really beautiful and blue today and someone will come back with it won't be later or well it's not over here. It's been raining all day or you edited the photo to look like that for likes. Look, misery loves company so much so they're like, oh, I'm about to bring this person's mood down here with me because I need somebody to be on this miserable ass level with me. No, thanks. You can keep that. Most of the time we try in vain to achieve these things that are simply out of our control. Believe it or not, sometimes we can tell we're trying in vain, but we don't stop. It's like when you see the red flags pop up in a relationship, situation, job, or whatever, and you keep snatching them down and putting them in the red flag drawer. Same thing. Only it's you. You're the red flag shitting on yourself for things you can't control and about how you look. Accepting ourselves can be one of the hardest things we do. But for me, knowing that it really doesn't matter what I do to myself or my body or my face or whatever, everyone is not going to like me. Everyone's not going to love me. There will still be shitty people who want to bring me down who have absolutely no idea who I am. But again, they are so miserable and they have to spread that. Why do you think the devil or whatever or whoever you believe in, if anything, works so hard? Misery loves company. Of course, you're going to be miserable and continue to stay miserable if you're consistently hating yourself for other things you cannot control or for things you're trying to change for other people's satisfaction. So why is accepting ourselves so hard? 
first of all, of course, it's going to be hard to accept yourself when the world around you doesn't even necessarily accept you, especially if you're a woman, a plus size woman, a woman of color, LGBTQ plus or disabled in some way. The world already tells you daily you aren't normal or right. You aren't beautiful enough, smart enough, rich enough, skinny enough, thick enough, popular enough, whatever it is. You aren't enough is the message that's pumped out daily. Social media, commercials, TV, news, magazines, etc. All telling you things that you can and should do to improve your looks in life. If you look like this, you'll get more attention. If you smell like this, more men will love you. If you drive this car, more people will be your friend. First of all, why are you doing so much for literal strangers? Or even people who aren't strangers but are consistently telling you that something about you needs to change. Unless you have some underlying drug addiction or shopping or gambling problem, or you have like terrible hygiene or some sort of issue or something else going on that you really should change, there should be no reason why anyone is trying to change you. I mean, honestly, if you want to be a, if you want to have terrible hygiene and smell, do that too. Just know that a lot of people aren't going to want to be around you and probably for good reason. (laughs) Of course, it's going to be hard to accept yourself when others shape how we see ourselves as soon as we come into the world. Our caregivers strongly influence who we become, they shape us, or at least our perception of ourselves from the moment we're born. There's parents who constantly ridicule their children for their looks, academics, or literally just anything they do, even if it's good. Or if you have the parents who focus heavily on the way the child looks, how they dress, how they act, etc. Whether they want you to look like a pageant queen every day you leave the house, comment on your weight, or my favorite, when you're on your cycle and it's about or it's about to come and people start asking dumb shit like if you've put on weight or are you pregnant? Parents who force their kids to go to certain schools or do certain things because they think it's best or get straight A's and they're pissed when they get a B. Look, you'll be the dummy wasting that money for college when they end up not even using that degree because they either can't get a job because degrees don't mean shit half the time nowadays. Or they don't even want to do what you made them go to school for in the first place. I know so many of my friends I went to school for stuff they like literally don't even do. Or they grow up hating you and you guys are now estranged because they counted down the seconds until it was time to get out your house because of your standards you set that you couldn't even achieve yourself half the time. Even though all of us common sense having people out here know that kids aren't even learning what they need to learn in schools anyway. Plus all the shit in this world that they've been dealing with for the last three years, especially you want to hound a child for a B. Please say yourself out because you clearly need help. It's grown adults stressed about everyday life and you think a child, teen or a college student just learning how to live their life is just supposed to be perfect at all times? I mean, get real. You aren't even perfect. You never have and you never will be. At your big age, you know better. The suicide rate for kids, especially in these last few years, is extremely high. And I know some of that is due to stress at home, filled with unrealistic expectations, while also dealing with school, the world, and learning about yourself in life. The only reason you should be improving or changing anything is if it's for you. The parents we interact with and friends we make along the way significantly influence our lives and how we feel about ourselves. Sometimes we don't even realize that others are affecting us. 
we won't always agree with what others think we are, but the opinions that others have on us, they matter whether we admit they do or not. Even the most beautiful people let things get to them. Again, Sydney Sweeney. People can cause us to think negatively about ourselves, no matter who we are. When we go to school, others judge us for our academic or athletic performance rather than our passion or personality. As a result, we might develop a new negative view of ourselves, even if we aren't trying to or even notice that it's happening. I mean, we got Facetune, retouch apps. People can literally change their entire face, body, skin color, blemishes, etc. We're getting beat up with unrealistic expectations all day, every day. Social media is not real. Meaning, I'll use me as an example because I know her. When I post a photo, my body is my body and my face is my face. I don't edit photos to change myself or how I look. I've never enhanced body parts or made my eyes blue. I do, however, use filters like to edit the color of the photos or make them darker or lighter. But as far as like changing myself to look a certain way, no, ma'am. What you see online is what you see in person. I mean, I might have sweats on when you see me. You know, I might not be polished, but your girl going to have the same face and body. You know what I mean? I can't be bothered to look how society wants me to. Because for one, it's dumb. And for two, I don't have the time or the patience. And for three, like, people are still going to dislike me. Because why? You can't please everybody. What's that peach reference I used earlier? Exactly. Somewhere right now is somebody saying Tracy Ellis Ross or Kerry Washington or Sophia Vergara is ugly. Clearly, they're blind. But it could be blinded by misery, you know? When I post on social, I have to be myself because I can't keep up with a fake persona. And why would I want to for people who are never satisfied and are irrelevant in my life? Like, why? The things you're doing and the life you're living won't be affected by Tammy talking shit. She is literally just miserable and finding strangers online to hurt with her. Girl, bye. This process can make us feel inferior or depressed especially when others seem more successful or famous. It's important to remember that others have the right to form their own opinions of us, but that does not mean their views are accurate or true. So how do we combat this? How do we boost our own confidence and find ourselves and be comfortable with that despite others' opinions? For one, you should see yourself as a work in progress. We are all growing and learning and changing daily, and that's okay. You're supposed to. Don't let it keep you from going forward if you make a mistake. Realizing that you're a work in progress rather than a perfect person will give you the motivation you need to keep trying no matter what, because ain't nobody perfect anyway. Only thing you can do is edit your choice of words to reflect this. So basically, positive self-talk, which I talk about all the time, so y'all already know. But if you don't, now you do. Changing your language and the way you speak about yourself and to yourself lets you feel that there's a possibility to change and also helps your mind develop a healthy love for yourself. You also have to be compassionate with yourself, which is another form of positive self-talk and self-love. As humans, we are flawed. It is essential to know our flaws so that we don't beat ourselves up over them and we can work on them at our own pace. 
Just like we can boost up our friends, families, celebrities, those girls in the bathroom at the club, and strangers on the internet, you need to keep that same energy with yourself, boo. If you need help accepting yourself, then just look at what you say and how you talk to others. And also listen to what the ones that are, are on your side are saying too. Like, look at yourself through someone else's eyes. Talk to yourself as if you were talking to a friend. Take a pen and a paper and write it down how you intend to help yourself. These things can help you focus on your positive qualities. Do you want to start a podcast, but you don't know where to start? As the host and producer of this podcast, I can tell you it's definitely not easy. When I started out, I had absolutely no idea what I was doing or where to start. Actually, I still kind of don't know what I'm doing. Buzzsprout has been my go-to from the start of my podcast. They have so many helpful videos on hosting, how to edit, how to add music, how to post, what to post. I mean, you name it, they help you with it. And their Facebook community is helpful too. So let me tell you now, if you're a podcaster and you're trying to start a podcast or you already have a podcast and you're looking for a host, definitely check out Buzzsprout. They have everything you need to get started, even a domain name if you don't already have one. Trust me, I'm no tech genius and Buzzsprout has definitely been my saving grace. So if you're interested, you can click the link in the show notes to get started on your podcasting journey. Now back to the show. Talk to your friends or someone who is a positive influence in your life. If you don't have any positive influences, you need to find some. Like now. But until you get some, you can also talk to a therapist, a counselor, a mentor of some sort, or even meet other people in a group online or something. If, you know, meeting people in person is too much as an introvert, I feel you go the online route. If you tend to get down on yourself, talk to someone who may be going through the same thing or has gone through it before. Watch uplifting videos or listen to positive podcasts. I love watching or listening to Talitha Jane, The Self-Mastery Journey with Montel B, or her YouTube, Self-Care and Chill with Maui, Pep Talk Podcast with Greeny Lee, or her YouTube channel, Morning Ray with Alana Bloomberg, and Not Your Typical with Caitlin Nolan are just like a few I've been loving and listening to often. But there's so many positive women on YouTube and online that you can find and get advice on how to stay a better you all around. From self-love to hygiene videos. In this day and age, we have access to so many ways to help uplift ourselves. Knowing you are not alone and someone has your back can be really uplifting as well. On the other hand, making friends with others who feel bad about themselves can do more harm than good. So just make sure you aren't meeting energy suckers who are literally just never happy or in a good mood. They have a complaint or an ailment or something went wrong for them or whatever, like all the time. Stay away from those people because if you don't get away from that, it's going to cause you both to wallow in your self-pity rather than do something about it. And in that case, you'll have to find friends who actually encourage you to be positive, not stay where they're at. You feel me? We don't always notice how others influence us. It's too easy to forget the power that others can have over our lives if we let them. Like just being a black content creator, especially a black woman, it's already been proven black content creators do not get the same treatment as their white counterparts. I mean, 
from how often we're shown in social media feeds, collab offers, likes, followers, companies that want to work with creators, etc. A white content creator can have a thong and a t-shirt chilling on the couch and is cute and sexy. Let a black woman post the same picture. Not only will she get less likes, but there's those in the comments like this is inappropriate, over-sexuality, you're posting thirst traps, etc., etc., etc. It's already an issue when a woman wants to control her body and sexuality, but let it be a woman of color, especially a black woman. Oh no, this will not stand. We can't let her think she's equal. Knock her down a peg so she knows. Even with social media feeds that share other creators, it took me two years to get my feed almost the way I want it to finally have diversity show up on my explore page or whatever without me having to like try or search endlessly to find pages to follow with fashion inspiration with diversity. It was literally just thousands of pictures of white content creators dressing with urban influence because, you know, that's their favorite word when they're referring to anything black. But it was just a sea of girls who looked nothing like me with long blonde hair. And maybe I'd see a racially ambiguous black girl here and there. But other than that, baby, if they can tell it's a person of color, just know that's like the last person they're picking. I also know this firsthand because I know people will be like, that's not true. Stop it. Yes, it is. And also something myself as a small creator has encountered where I was literally told either not to go in the sun. So I was less tan (laughs) and we just like to stick to a certain style and demographic. We know what our customers want to see. Hmm. Okay, I got it. I'm only worth working with if I'm more racially ambiguous or just not a person of color at all. Okay, thanks, guys. Like, I could not for the life of me find creators that look like me on those feeds. But when black women alone make 37% less than men and white women, We're the most marginalized group and we're already trying to climb up the totem pole, so to speak, as it is, which is why it's even more infuriating when I see other black women tearing each other down, especially on public platforms, as if we don't already deal with enough discrimination and people telling us we're less than. I believe it was Talitha Jane I was like watching on YouTube and she was talking about, she was actually talking about this exact subject, which is so funny. But she was like talking about this in one of her videos about being a content creator. And she's not the first one to say that either. Auntie Jackie, stay keeping us woke with the tea on being a black content creator, especially being a black content creator with money. It's like so hard for people to see a black woman living in luxury as if, again, we don't deserve it. Like, oh, you changed. You're doing too much. You're extra. You bougie. But my white counterparts with the same stuff are just what? living i mean really people we are so beaten down in our minds by society that we don't even realize that we are regular normal people just like our non-black counterparts and we too deserve our hopes and dreams which that never made sense to me anyway because like why in the world would i want to stay the same in the same situation if my finances have increased isn't that the point like that doesn't even make sense they want you to be like those people that win the lottery and stay in their rundown house so they can feel like they relate to you in some way or they go buy a bunch of unnecessary bullshit and they can't pay for it because they ran out of money. So now they're broke again. That's what they're hoping for for you. Just as fast as you rise, they want to see you fall. But again, when people cannot see themselves and whatever it is you're trying to do or accomplish or even how you look, because that's another thing. 
what's the first thing someone says when you upset them or they don't like you or whatever? You're ugly. They say something about your weight. You're a bitch or whatever it is. You know all that isn't true. And you can see that because the only time it's brought up is when they lash out at you. Or if they're constantly making comments, it's actually something they're jealous of or want. Because why else would you continue to talk about or follow something or someone if you don't like or care about them? As soon as you posted something, whether it was positive or you didn't even really have anything to say, it was just a photo you liked and posted, they will immediately be on there with the negative comments and will, in fact, every time try and tear you down. Why make it harder on yourself by being mean to yourself? Adding extra stress on your plate, again, for people who don't matter. So make it a point to be compassionate with yourself. See yourself as a work in progress and encourage yourself to be positive. Soon enough, you'll start to notice that you have a much higher regard for yourself and things are just rolling off your back because you have a new sense of self and awareness. You know your worth and what you will and will not accept. Anyone who tries to make you feel bad for that just doesn't want you to succeed or they're too afraid to branch out on their own and go for what they really want or be who they really are. They don't like themselves, so they're going to want a group to wallow in sorrow with. And that doesn't need to be, and it shouldn't be you. All right, y'all, we've reached that time where we are talking about gratefulness. So what are you grateful for this week? This week, I'm grateful to myself for showing up, getting things done, and really working hard on my mental health. I'm grateful that I was able to pull myself out of negative thinking at times when it started. And I'm grateful for the growth that I've made in my self-love journey so far. I still got a little ways to go, but I'm getting there, y'all. I'm working on it. (laughs) Well, y'all, we've reached the end of another episode. I hope this little pep talk helped you with some ways to feel more confident and love yourself more. Every time you think about getting down on yourself, just know somewhere there's miserable beings tearing down the looks of a model right now. So it really doesn't matter what you look like. There will always be shitty people. So just learn to block them out and focus on receiving all the positive. I know I've said this more than once, but remove all the negative people in your life, no matter who they are. And if you can't immediately get away from them, try and stay out of their path as much as possible. And also make sure to keep up with the positive self-talk to yourself. No one can break you if you're strong in who you are and your values and goals in life. Their commentary will always be irrelevant. And at the end of the day, after they've said whatever mean thing it was, you can block them or whatever and then it's done. They're gone forever. You'll never see these people unless you're actively seeking them out or they're actively seeking you out, which where I'm from, that's stalking, but we do have people that hate stalk, which is crazy as fuck. I mean, stalking of any sort is crazy, but to hate follow or hate stalk someone, like you really don't have a life or a hobby or anyone in your life with common sense, because what are you doing? If you claim to not even like the person you're actively following or looking at or taking extra time out to go and analyze the photo you claim to not want to see, looking for flaws or some shit to say in a comment because they know it's over the internet, which is why people say the stuff they say online because they feel safe behind their screens. No one can actually hold them accountable because they say their bullshit, get blocked, and then log off until they make a new fake profile to stalk you again. 
I mean, really, just hearing that and know someone somewhere is doing that right now. It's like, why would you even want to care about someone who is that emotionally or possibly mentally unstable? You know what they're saying isn't true? I'll stop going on, but look, really, y'all, just be you. Like, for real. They're going to hate on you whether you work at McDonald's or you're a Nobel Peace Prize winner. So just like I say, with manifesting, you have to focus on what you do want rather than what you don't want. The same applies for your self-confidence and loving yourself more. The more you talk about how you love yourself and how awesome you are and how great you're doing or whatever, the higher your self-esteem and confidence will be. All right, y'all, that's it for this episode. As always, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Thank you for continuing to support the podcast. And if you haven't already, please leave your girl a rate and review on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. You can leave me a review on the podcast website as well now. Let me know you're listening and you love it. If you want to share the love, simply screenshot this episode, tag me at the Aqua Mom stage on Instagram, and share it on your stories so others can find the podcast as well. I'll reshare them and shout you out on the podcast as a thank you. If you'd like to donate to the podcast to help with behind the scenes, or you just want to buy this hot mess mama coffee, you can do that as well. Buy me a coffee link. If you love the show so far and you have topics you want me to cover or someone you think should be a guest on the show, send me a DM or an email and let me know. You can also now click the Let's Connect link in the show notes and send a guest inquiry right there. Until next week, y'all. Always remember you're beautiful. Bye. Thanks for joining me this week on the Awkward Mom Stage podcast. Make sure to visit our Instagram page at the Awkward Mom Stage where you can follow and find information on next week's show, updates for the podcast, behind-the-scenes clips, and more. You can subscribe to the show on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast shows. While you're at it, if you're enjoying the show, I'd appreciate it so much if you rate the show on iTunes or share this podcast with a friend. Be sure to tune in next week for an all-new episode. I hope you have an awesome week. Always remember you're beautiful. Lola.